Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi, and welcome back to the Vitality Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdemore, and I love these sessions. Episode 7 is all about sitting together with some inspirational and truly incredible person, Emma Snowsill, a world champion, Olympic gold medalist, an all-round fantastic person. Emma is a true athlete and also just a wonderful person. Her incredible spirit and ability to drive through things and have this focus has been all-inspiring to me, and I wanted to share the discussions that we have together about all these different things in life, whether it's courage to make decisions or choices that you make. Um, We'll be talking later in other podcasts together about favorite recipes and things to do while you're traveling and how to keep fit and healthy on the road. But this particular episode on episode seven is going to be all about choices and creating the life you want and getting through, uh, I think, from goal setting to actually just having the courage to to go out and give something a go. But don't forget we've got some news um, and information. So at the moment I'm running a free January Revolutionize Your Resolutions program. So that's a four weeks food, fitness and nutrition um, an online program, you can get to it wherever you are in the world, and it's basically to open up, inspire, instruct, improve, and show you how you can fit exercise and fantastic healthy food seamlessly into your day. It's all free. It starts officially on the 1st of January. We're taking registrations now. You can hop onto the vitalitycoach.com.au to sign up. And, um, and you'll get a welcome email from me straight away. Don't forget as well, um, we have a 10th anniversary body break coming up in Maui with Greta Cruci and an amazing crew. Details of that will be loaded up on the show notes. And as always, I like to do a listener shout out and I'm interested to hear what you'd like to have coming up in the, the podcast now that I've been running for two months. I'd love your feedback. So please hop on below in the blog, thevitalitycoach.com.au or leave a note for me in iTunes and we'll review and let me know what you'd like to hear, whether it's food, fitness, recipes, celebrity interviews, inspiration. I'd love your feedback so I can make sure that I'm giving you valuable information to look and feel your personal best. So without further ado, I want to get into episode seven. Um, I'm going to be sitting at a kitchen table with Emma Snowsill and we're going to be chatting about all things on, on just generally how you can overcome worrying about what other people think and make your right choices and everything from just being able to make healthy choices with food to, to goal setting and having the courage just to think, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. So I hope you enjoy it. As always, I'd love your feedback and thank you very much to Sally who left me a comment. Yes, it is difficult um, fitting health and fitness into a busy life, but what you've said is fantastic. If you just take one thing a day to focus on, whether it's one exercise or one recipe, one meal that you know you've got control of, it's about consistency. So Sally, thanks so much for your positive feedback about the podcast. Um, Have a fantastic time and it's great that you're listening from Vancouver. So I'll speak to you guys soon. Don't forget anything personal and um, intriguing that you'd like to hear, please let me know. Without further ado, we're going to go straight through to our podcast. Um, 
Welcome back to the Vitality Coach Podcast with your host, uh, me, Nikki Fogdemore. And, you know, it's always a pleasure to have incredibly inspiring guests. And sitting right in front of me at the moment is a new Noosa local, a newlywed, Emma Snowsill. So welcome, Emma. <laughs> Thank you. Miss, where? Mrs. Fredino now. Yeah, you're so. Mrs. Fredino now. Yes. So, um, you know, if you want to hear a little bit more about Emma, hop on to emma-snowsill.com um, if, you know, while you're checking out this podcast and as we get into it. But, you know, she's truly a legend in her own right, a pint-sized one at that. And I had the pleasure of um, five days in the wilderness with Emma and Lane where we kind of, I think we all sort of discovered lots about ourselves and... And it was an amazing, amazing week in, in Tasmania with the Weber Challenge. So Yeah, I think we all um, probably went in there expecting a little bit more to physically challenge. That was probably the first thing that we thought would be presented with. But I think all of us were presented with, um, you know, not just um, emotionally, mentally and all being at a, out of our comfort zones in different times and in different ways. And I think, um, I think you know, I, I know for me, myself, I really drew a lot more out of it than I even expected so um, I'm hoping there's another one to sign up to soon. Yeah, I've actually been looking, and um, Benny Allen said, check out Xterra. Yeah. So yeah. I quite like to have a go at that. But I'm not quite there yet where I feel confident to be able to do one on my own without, like, a someone racing with you or something else just for the technical stuff. Oh, I think we've got some pretty good mentors around us, yeah. and I think, um, you know, it's like anything. It's, it's always daunting at the start, the same way as we thought about the challenge, and I think we were all over, a bit overwhelmed by how grand a you know event we thought it would be and and for sure but you know I think the biggest thing we learned was we had to break each day or every night the next day down day you know bit by bit section by section map by map and then we um you know I guess we delegated different time parts of what we were good at and what we could do and I think it's going to be the same if you pick up you know an Xterra yeah I mean I I really got a buzz out of that adventure race but you're right it was more about um personal things as well like I really felt as if there was a mirror hold up and I got to, I learned a lot about myself that week and and it was also a weird time of the year and everything was happening at once we had our bikes like two weeks before and it was like you know go in by the seat of our pants but I loved every minute even the bits where I was trying to keep up with you and I'm sure I shed a couple of tears <laughs> on that straw and bike ride <laughs> trying to like sit on your wheel when I was just over it have oh. my moments of like okay I've had enough and yeah can we just get to the next point but you know, I think, um, you know, it's funny you say that, how busy we were and, and how much sort of running around like chickens with their heads cut off at times. But in the same breath, I remember on day four coming into Hobart, how strange it felt to come into civilization and to see traffic lights and other people around from where we'd been only four nights and, you know, four days away doing our thing. And I think, um, I think for myself, I realized how much, you know, that's also important too. It doesn't matter where you are, what you do. It's, it's really good to take that step back sometimes, whether it's your little park or the beach or sometimes just to step out of it and, and not have, you know, be annoyed that you're sitting in traffic and all the things that we do day by day that, um, you know, unfortunately is a part of life. But I think it's also, you know, it's important to step back that, that yeah. at times and just think, okay, it's, you know, take a breath. And yeah. um, I, I remember it feeling very weird. Um, yeah. I agree. I think that's a great point. Like I actually, the first two nights afterwards, the first two mornings, I woke up and I thought, where's my cycle gear? What are like we doing? I had these yeah. fake yeah. mornings where I was like, yeah. and then I couldn't find you guys. And I, I imagined that I was in the wrong room. I was so used to how quickly we got onto that routine. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was five days, but yeah. it was so ingrained in me that it took yeah. me five days to forget about that I didn't have yeah. to pack gearbox C. And that's, that's interesting you say that because that was all the process that we were doing. Like we weren't there to race. We weren't there to go out and win anything. All we were doing is 
okay, this is what we learnt from everyone in the you know the night before. This is this is the process of what you need to do every night. Yeah, get ready, and what happens the next day, and you know it was sort of this up and down little cycle. And I think, um, you know, I think it's like you said, it's fascinating what you can create in that time. Yeah, and um, and what you learn off people, you know, in a completely new environment so quickly. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I don't know about you, but I maybe I haven't really taken enough time and this is a great opportunity to reflect a bit because I kind of went straight to New Zealand afterwards and straight back into work. But what we did, the three of us, with no orienteering practice really and, and you know, just you flying in from different locations and we just we just made it happen. I mean, you know, whatever happened during that week, we we banded together and we did whatever it took and that was really cool and finishing that, that on the last day together as a team and... With Lane, we all had bits we hated. I think universally the paddle was least favourite for everyone. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> well, it had to do with those big yellow <laughs> banana boats. But um, I'm definitely inspired to do another one, and I would love to sort of encourage more women to maybe get off the beaten track a bit. Like there's a new, um, I think it's Wild Woman Sunshine Coast event somewhere in July, and, you know, training with Jam and Kim right at the back of Noosa. There's just so much on offer, and, and it's really opened my eyes up to how capable our bodies are. Well, I think it's also just another opportunity and a way to explore, um, like you said, yourself as a person, your personality and and doing something, doing exercise differently. You know, we all have come um, through phases in, you know, um, our own lives and also through the media of of what's the best and newest thing to do and and it's easy to just jump on that bandwagon and go with it. But I think there's there's a really great pleasure and when you're around those people to actually experience um, just exercising almost at times without thinking about it because you're out there, you're thinking about, oh, okay, I'm looking for this checkpoint or I'm looking at the map and, you know, for sure it's taking you time to get there but it's it's all part of that step-by-step process yeah. and I think a lot of people don't really realise that and um, if you're into just, you know, seeing something new, I, I would definitely say yeah. that it's um, I'd be recommending it to a lot more people too. Yeah. So Rich Usher, Braden Curry, we're coming to New Zealand to do some training <laughs> and uh, and find out what you do to act like mountain goats because, oh, my God, those guys. And that's another thing. That we I felt as if we were in the 1% of 1%ers, if you know what I mean. We had this incredible natural athletes that were all super relaxed and super friendly and their lives, that was their livelihood. We're in the middle of the outback and everyone was so welcoming yeah. and willing to share everything. And so that was the other thing. So, you know, the Weber Challenge, I'm sure we'll have another chat with Lane when she comes up and we can all discuss it and talk about our learnings and, and give you guys, the listeners, some points on how to discover adventure racing in your own backyard. But one of the things that puts us on for this podcast in Episode 7 is Emma and I are talking about the ability to feel confident in your decisions and not to have to apologise if you want to live a healthier life or if you want to take on a new goal or a new challenge it's your personal challenge. You don't have to convince anyone else. You just need to make sure that it's your right challenge. So one of the things I want to talk to Emma about today and also give you some top tips that will be on the show notes is, um, you know, feeling secure and, and accepting an opportunity and challenge and how to go after those goals. And you might have to make some sacrifices along the way. So what what would be an example of that for you? Emma? Look, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, when we talk a lot about, um, you know, having goals and challenges and, and we all have things that we're always trying to tick off and achieve. But um, I think the first thing to say in that respect is um, when you come from an elite sports, it does take a lot to put into what you do. 
but it's no different from anyone in their own job, whether they are the CEO or whether they're working their way up and trying to um, to better their career. And I think the first and foremost thing is that we have in our heads is that we make sacrifices. They're not sacrifices, they're choices. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing. And you'll find that if you decide that you're making a choice, you don't need to apologise to anyone because it's your choice. But the moment you think you're making sacrifices or you're putting someone else or out or you're thinking that, you know, what else, what do other people think of it? It's the wrong thing anyway. You shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be making that decision. And it can become very automated in a sense because people then realise what you're doing is what you want. And nobody questions that. Um, And when you're an athlete, uh, you definitely, I think, I've realised at times how how good I've become at doing that. And you realise that when you step out of, you know, that at times you you do need to step away from sport at times where it is just about um, completely making all the right choices to to put into your sport because it is all about, you know, the training and the recovery and taking care of yourself wholly and solely. But there's very few people out there that have that opportunity to do that because they have families, they have obligations at work, home, and they want to maintain and be a healthy person. And I think... I think for, for myself, I definitely think that um, I think it's it's just already changing that mantra. It's, it's about a choice and, and people, when they know you're happy with your own choice, that, nobody questions that. And you'll find if you try it once, if it's something that you feel like you've caught yourself out doing, you'll notice that people will react differently as well to it. And yeah. then you don't feel like, you know, you're carrying anything else on. It's just bang, decision made, this is what I'm doing. And um I would say that's that that is by far um, I think the very first step to to making that difference yeah. and um, and I think within yourself you carry a lot less stress with that too. Yeah, and you you also um, it's an authentic thing and I think that comment about not sacrificing but making choices goes down to a really minute level when people are trying to eat healthier. They always say, oh, I can't have that or I have to give that up. But actually, you don't have to give anything up. You just have to choose something different. You never give up smoking, you just choose to do something different. You never give up fried foods or or if you're giving up coffee, whatever it's going to be. If you see it as denial and putting rules on yourself, you're never going to achieve it. But if you make better choices and informed decisions, then it sits well because it's an authentic choice, right? So Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we forget about how many choices we make a day, truly, and um, it's you know, I think if, um, you know, often often you can come to a point in your life where you're not sure why, but for whatever reason, I want to live a healthier life, I want to eat better, or it could be something major and the doctors come and said, okay, well, you know, your lifestyle hasn't been conducive um, to, to good health. These are maybe some of the things you should think about changing. Well, you can certainly walk away and not do a thing, but if you choose to feel well and you choose to feel better or choose to eradicate maybe a problem or an issue that's going on, it you have to look at that and and like I said I think um food and and eating is definitely uh, a big part of it the same way as where we choose to go to work where we choose to go to school where we choose to to spend our time how we spend our time um you know we are fortunate in the country we live um where we're born uh for a lot of the population in the world that have choices because there are a lot more people in the world that don't yeah, and isn't it funny that people almost on autopilot, Em, I mean, I don't know what happens to you, but people say, oh, you're so lucky, or, but actually you create the life you want. And I think most people just lost this conviction to, to make a decision for themselves. They just either follow what everyone else is doing, or they actually just stop making decisions. They just blame it on someone else or come up with some sort of excuse because they're not taking accountability. And one of the 
earlier discussions I had with Trevor Hendy was the importance of realizing that you are accountable for yourself. And whatever happens around you, you have the ability to change your life and change your health and your wealth and everything else. And and you are a true example yourself and what you've achieved in the sporting arena, but also personally, you've got courage and conviction, you've got friends around you, you choose those people wisely. Um, so as people go into the new year, which we're a week out from Christmas almost, and people are, you know, I'd, I'd say get out your vision boards or whatever's going to make your heart sing and make a list, but start thinking about what you actually want out of your life, right? Because without a sincere, authentic goal, you just, you know, you're just on autopilot. So. Well, I think the biggest thing I would say, I and mean, I've never made a New Year's resolution or anything like that, um, because I think to, to, to think so far ahead and, and think 365 days I want to live my life like this, I think, well, that's a goal a long, long, long way away. But what, what happens in those 365 days? Nobody thinks about, okay, it's the 1st of January, so what am I actually going to do and how do I'm going to make that happen? And it's it's all a process and it's yeah. about making that process and it's all a day by day and it's not perfect. I mean, I remember coming to sport and I remember, you know, from being a, a junior and a beginner and, and wanting to work my way up the ranks and looking and having my role models and people that were who I considered at the top of their game and they just, you know, success isn't just this nice line that, you know, we see on these graphs and, you know, it doesn't doesn't just go up as as age and experience. I mean, if you look at it, I would say it looks like one of those kids' finger painting drawings. It squiggles all over and it goes up and down, backwards, forwards, and and that is how our life is. But it's the same way as if we make a resolution, we shouldn't expect that you know, as of today, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this perfectly. Because if you've never been that sort of person, just because exactly. it's the first of January doesn't mean it's all of a sudden exactly. going to change. You have to think about how you want to do it and yeah. how you want to go through that process and, and make those changes. And they don't all have to happen in one day. No. And I think that's the biggest thing is, is choose, you know, some important ones and, and look at ways to make them happen rather than just saying, well, this is what I want. And then sort of thinking, well, how am I going to make it happen yeah. is another question. And, yeah. um, and, and, you know, and it does, none of them are unrealistic. You know, people say, oh, your goals are so unrealistic. Well, Dead dream, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not unrealistic at all. And I think, you know, it, it, it always comes back to how and why you want to do it. Yeah. And um, you have to find the, the way that works for you because yeah. just because someone has the same goal next to you, trust me, it's not going to be no. the same way that they achieve it either. And, that, I mean, that's one of the things we're going to be discussing with your, in your retreats is this, not, this isn't just about a retreat for triathlon. This is about a, a, a place to come and learn about how to achieve in life and how to find goal setting, how to have a discussion about, you know, be inspired by the lessons that you have as an, as a, as an elite athlete, but also apply those to everyday life, like the discussion we're having now. So the opportunity to sit and say, okay, well, you know, these, it's actually, this is how I want to live my life. Not necessarily that it's got a financial figure to it or a scales figure to it. And some new year's resolution is a little bit like Christmas cards and Easter. It's become this, I don't know, like a marketing thing almost like, why wouldn't you sort of stop and appreciate where you're at at life any time of the year? It doesn't have to be January the 1st. Yeah, and then people look at it more, like you said before, like there's some restriction on their life or some major change and that mm. it's something that they've got to take out or they're not allowed to do. And and um, I think that, you know, that's not what life's about. I think, you know, we're fortunate to live a life where we've got many things we can enjoy. And, you know, there's people out there who, who are not like me. I'm a foodie. I love my food. I'm interested in food. I love the taste. I'll think about it all the time. But I've come to understand there's people that exist that don't think like that, which amazes me, but... 
you know, it's choose what you love. And there's people who love to exercise in totally different ways, but will, will achieve the results they want. And, um, you know, I think uh, that, you know, when you say to, you know, to, from being an elite athlete to, to an everyday person, I mean, I I believe that it's it's you know in a, in such a greater population of the people that are, are really trying to to achieve at a highland elite sport is even in those circles we can con- we can train completely different I mean even if yeah. you're in a small squad situation of twenty athletes and there's ten girls they can all be trained differently and they will all have you know results that are up there at the top of the world and I think the same goes you know I've had training partners as well where you know I. I can see maybe something that is that they that they all of a sudden they just sort of want to fit in and follow what I'm doing maybe at a time and I think but is that really best for you and we can I've talked to them about it and said well maybe you should look at that um and and changes in their diet or something you know just something minor and I think you know um I think that that then the success comes from them and if they find yeah. you know that's all their own um finding is as well but they're open to that suggestion because all they're thinking about is how to better themselves as an athlete. Yeah. And if you look at that as a, you know, outside of those realms and, and people who just want good health and, and to enjoy um, energy and, and, and be, you know, have a, a fantastic lifestyle where they don't feel run down and sick all the time and um, they have energy to do all the things that they want to, it, it's the same thing. And, you know, just because so-and-so has cut out dairy in their diet, it's, it's not, you know, I, I, I hate the word diet for a start, but yeah. it's, it's, you know, this person's been through a process where, unfortunately, they may love ice cream and milk and whatnot, but it doesn't agree with them. And for yeah. whatever reason, they choose to take it out because it makes them feel better. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with choice that. that, that yeah. brings us back to the beginning is that we have to have the courage to listen to our bodies and listen to our intuition. And you can take all this information in and be inspired by all these different things, but ultimately, it's your personal choice. And you have to understand what feels right to you. So even reaching for supplements at the supermarket, I can sort of feel whether you know you have a you have an intuition of what you're going to need. And I think that if we could just help people take some time to declutter and get rid of the noise and let that sort of secondary element of intuition sink in, they know so much more than they ever imagined. Yeah, and a lot of people have probably never had the opportunity to do it either. Um, have never given themselves a time and a space and a noise um, to you know to listen to that quietness. And uh, there's yeah, I think we're bombarded with so much information. You know, more so than ever. And gone are the days that you had to see a doctor to find out something. Whereas yeah. if anyone's got something <laughs> wrong, you look it up online. And and how much you know information can you get just from that? And let alone going and talking to yeah. someone at the chemist, and then you know the, a friend who's had a similar problem or whatnot. But uh, unfortunately, it is all very individual, and um, it, it's a path that if you're willing to take and a journey to explore, then um, you have to you have to only do it for yourself. You know, you have to really look at um, you know what it is you want out of it and and what ways, you know, you're prepared to explore how to to make it happen. Have you got, like, say, three tips for someone listening to this now and thinking, yeah, I mean, I understand all that. I know it's a personal choice. Um, I feel empowered by that statement. What would they do? Like, they turn this off, they go and sit down. What would you do next to someone that finally says, okay, I want to sit down and make some decisions for me? Is there a couple of things that you've done that would help you that perhaps, you know, someone could try out? I've always had a goal, you know, and in sport, um, I've always had goals. Um, but I've also been prepared for the same way as in a race. I have a goal, but I never think about the goal. 
I think about the process. I think about the steps it takes towards that process. And I also think about what happens if that process doesn't go right because... That's your plan B, that's, yeah. That's plan B. Yeah. I have plan C at times yeah. and I think it's the same. So you can look at, you can break it all down and it can be like we said, you know, um, what do I want from, you know, it shouldn't be a New Year's resolution. It should be my new year. What what do I want to do for the rest of my life to make me happier, healthy? Um, and I think it's, one, it's yes, having that process. Two, being prepared if it doesn't go to plan and, you know, how to find ways to, if it goes off track that in your mind that you think it's going off track or ways to accept and look at it, well, what else am I learning along the way? Um, so I think, you know, that's the first thing is, is having a goal. That is by far the, the best. And two is is looking at the process of, of how you want to achieve it. And three, being prepared to, yeah. to find out what else may not happen in the way you plan but being open to it. Yeah, life's organic. I mean, that's the guarantee of life is things will happen that you don't expect. It's, it's like a relationship, you know. If people go and think it's all going to be perfect, but you need a partner in crime that can kind of go with the flow with you, and it's the same with you. You have to not beat yourself up. You have to be flexible. Well, I think that's also know. another interesting word to use is perfect. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone in this world that could put a, a, a picture, place, anything on being perfect. I mean, we all strive for it, and that's an amazing, you know, goal to have, but... I, I, I remember, I actually have remembered being asked, um, what would my perfect race be? Wow. And I thought about it and I thought, well, I don't believe there is such a thing. Yeah. And some athletes do need it. They yeah. need that realisation and thinking that they could create it. Now I have had, after that, I thought about that and I definitely have thought at times, what would I imagine? How? So your visual But I always have thought, well, as whatever is as close to perfect will be because I never believe it will be perfect in that sense. Because I think if you're a person that is um, listens to themselves, you will always dissect and look at different ways of how you could have done it differently. It may not have been better, but when I made that decision, what came out of it or what, um, you know, if I had made this decision, what may have come of this? And, um, you know, I think it is one thing to strive for that in one sense, but to feel like it is an overwhelming um, factor in everything that you do, I think it will drive you insane and um, yeah. it will just... Yeah. It definitely probably creates um, more disharmony within your body and stress that is is not what you are wanting to create. Well, I just listened to this TED talk the other day by someone called Brene Brown, who's like a researcher and she calls herself a storyteller. And she spoke about two types of people in life: one type that perhaps aren't okay with vulnerability and um, and don't see mistakes as learning. So they're you know, I was lucky to grow up where it was okay to make mistakes because you're learning from it, you apply that knowledge and you just move on. So it's not the strive for protection for, for perfection. You're always open that life is an ongoing journey. And every phase, whether it's a day or whatever else, will have something that can make you better and a more wholesome person, whatever. And, you know, it's a continuum until you're not here anymore. And who knows what the whole soul discussion is. And then there's another um type of person that gets feels ashamed when they don't achieve things they don't like to be uh, they can't laugh at themselves they don't like to they have this fear of not being accepted and this they're not open to vulnerability so I think if you can open yourself up to the the statement that you make him about the fact that life is always going to throw you curveballs and it's the journey that's important like you can have all these goals and milestones and that's great but you're not defined by whether or not you get those you're defined by how you go through life and what you do with your experiences it's, it's true. I mean, yeah, there's the, life is always going to throw things at us and, and for sure as a small child you grow up thinking of, 
you know, how you see and and perceive life to be. But, you know, I'm sure if you would have a real honest conversation with your parents and your grandparents, even at that point, and they would tell you differently. But, uh, you know, it's nice to live in that um, in that world sometimes, in that life. But I think, um, you know, the same thing, to, to strive for, for as close as to what you want. But when it doesn't happen, you know, it is, I think you're really made of what um, what experiences happen to you and, and um, they don't necessarily have to change you, but they are certainly opportunities, I think, to, to look at um, different parts of yourself look at the world differently, look at different people differently, and that doesn't mean good or bad. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a nice not a black and white. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I think the thing is to constantly learn um, about yourself, from yourself, other people, and um, and your environment. Yeah. And so, to, I mean, I think in the, in the next um, discussions that we're going to, that we're going to have together, I think a, an interesting discussion will be things like I talk on sop- supplements, like is it necessary and how do you find the right supplements, Um you know, and also, um, you know, recovering when things don't go well, what's, what's a great way to bounce back? And because it comes naturally to those of us that maybe have this in the drive and it doesn't matter if we visibly stuff up because we believe in ourselves. But the message is we've got to give people tools that maybe don't have that confidence yet. Well, I think there's also a bit of that misconception that, um, that you, like you said, that there's people who, who have goals and and for sure maybe something you know a curveball does get thrown in their way and people think oh they bounce back so quickly and you know it's it's the same thing as if I think you know as setbacks and and being an athlete and being sick or injured and particularly injured when you have that underlying goal and for sure you always go through times where it's not as good it's not as great I don't feel like this or whatnot and you have times where you you think about okay well you know what is it that I really want and I think it's always just readjusting and going back to that but it doesn't mean in that time that things aren't perfect you know um and whether that is something you're you're focusing on your diet and 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 the way you'd like to eat if you if you feel that there's something there that that there's time to okay you know I'm, I'm just you know I'm having a bad spot right now and I don't really feel like that I mean the world's not going to come crashing down on you, and I think people have to do the same thing, realize and adjust that just just because when the going's not you know not going good, um, it doesn't need you need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Um, I still always like the saying, you know, yeah. um, that when the going gets tough, the tough get going, yeah. and um, and it's it's not about being tough; it's just about reminding yourself what it is that I really want, and and, um, and yeah. just and just finding a way to you know to I guess see see the crest of the next wave because yeah. really life is just like that it's um it's full of them yeah and enjoying the little bits in between and that's kind of I think a message as you come up to Christmas and maybe just take a few moments to turn your phone off and just be like for me I just want to go to the beach and be with my friends and the dog and like simplicity it's almost so hard to get back to simplicity like you, you, it's almost like it costs more to do nothing than it does to go and you're always busy. So if you can find some time this Christmas and New Year just to hang out with yourself and enjoy and reflect and actually pat yourself on the back for some of the things that you have done well and that you do love about your life and we're all so blessed. We all have choices. Yeah, and there's, um, yeah. there's a lot of people that have choices that, you know, want to make Christmas Day um, that time and that family time. There's plenty of people that have like you said, there's obligations that they have um, to work and think of all the people in hospitals that are there to cater for, you know, the life's still going on and yeah. I think that's an important thing and, 
you know, just because you're a, um, an on-call doctor doesn't mean that, okay, well, today's the 25th, you know, we have to stop everything, make Christmas your 26th, you know, there's no harm in, um, you know, adjusting what works best for you and your family and the people around you. And I think um, as soon as you, you know, you can create that harmony with each other, I think, I think you know, everybody's going to only benefit and, and most of all yourself. And, and that's a really nice note to end and this episode of the podcast about choices, Emma's, for, for, you know, just to... To make your own life, make your own rules, make your own choices and just be clear about those things and don't see it as a sacrifice but really think, okay, well, I'm not going to be there on the 25th so I can do something on the 26th. I don't have to have a big list of New Year's resolutions. If you don't have one, it is okay. It is your life, your day. There is no time in the year you have to do anything. Um, but just appreciate what the possibilities are and and also Enjoy the fact that you have the absolute power to determine how you live your life. Nobody else can tell you that. You might have outside influences, but at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. So. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than um, than thinking about them all the time and reconsidering them because if you're affirmative in what you want and how you're going to do it, again, nobody will question it. And, um, you know, for yourself as a, as a person, um, I think there's nothing better than being able to say, you know, this is how I'd like to do things and... And um, I think, you know, positive things only come from that. And if, if you've got questions or you, um, you know, after this podcast, don't forget that every podcast we will be um, mentioning a listener question as well. Um, and just for Claudia, who sent in a question from the last one about accountability, um, you know, you can look at it two ways. You can say accountability is about setting rules and having to have responsibility, or you can look at it in a softer way, which is the fact of you have the power to determine your feelings and how you get up in the morning and um, and create choices that you want as well, from as little as what you're going to put on your plate to whether or not you're going to try for a new job or whatever it is. It's about having that courage to really be accountable for how you want to live your life and set boundaries with people and say, this is my choice and to have goals with conviction. So find goals that make your heart sing. Don't look at someone else's and think, oh, I want all that list as well. Like just take time out to stop the clutter and think about what's important to you. And if you can't think of anything, that's okay as well. Um, I think it's also important not to be fearful of trying one thing, thinking that yeah. you're not going to like it, or trying one thing and deciding you don't like it and finding something else. I think yeah. a lot of people will have that fear as well that um, – you know, that they, they sign up to a gym and feel that they've committed and they find, you know, the gym's not for me. I, I want to go and do something outdoors or I want to take stand-up paddling board lessons. Well, you know, I really think that um, if we're fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do it, there's no reason, there's no one telling us why we can or can't. And uh, I think you have to, to look at that and, and, and really think for yourself, um, you know, how to, how to make it best work for you. Yep, so that's a great way to end it. Go out and try something new this Christmas and New Year. Get your family involved if you have to rope them in as well. I know that we did by doing the Women Challenge, and I'm so thrilled that we went through with that. I think it was just, you know, it doesn't matter if you fall off, you can get back up and try something else. So. <laughs> with a few bruises to show up. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, bad. <laughs> so have the courage. Go out, try something new. Have a fantastic Christmas. Um, we'll probably be coming back to you in the New Year with some really top tips. There'll be show notes about this. You know that you can join Emma Snowsill in person in her Noosa retreat. The details will be on my website, thevitalitycoach.com.au and on Emma's website, emma-snowsill.com. That is the middle hyphen. 
uh, Dash, by the way, and you can connect with Emma on Twitter at Emma Snowsaw and on Instagram as well. Um, she is an inspirational, very chic, great shopper and loves her coffee. So um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us, Emma. Can't wait for the other ones where we're going to like give everyone our five cents on supplements. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> at her house the other day and she made the best smoothie like i've been obsessing about this smoothie trying to make it at home i think i bought about 17 different ingredients so em you made the killer green smoothie and that blaster in that gorgeous kitchen of yours tell us that recipe i know you've got tons of them so just give us one that we can try oh, this weekend i'm i'm one of those cook chefs that um thinks i'd like to read a recipe and then never really follows through yeah. with anything and um i'm also one of those people that will just make whatever i can find in the pantry and i think my latest creation is probably some sort of uh rice or almond milk um oh gosh <laughs> some walnuts some some spinach i use lots of ice um frozen banana is always a nice one uh <laughs> This is tricky. Never thought about it. There was some secret ingredient you put in. There was something a little bit. Maybe it was the walnuts. Did you put avocado in it? No, no. It could have been the walnuts. Yeah. Because I've tried that since I went from your house. I made. So you're talking almond milk or rice milk, walnuts, spinach, ice, frozen banana, and then do you use any protein powders or anything? Oh, um, I think I use a pea protein on that one. Yeah, because that gives it that slightly thicker consistency. Yeah, yeah. Pea protein as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true, actually. Post that on the show notes uh, with a picture of Emma's smoothie. And we'll also be doing some kitchen table sessions with Emma, Snowsaw, and Jamie Jacobs with our favorite recipes, which is going to be very entertaining, uh, a salad, a smoothie each, and a snack. So I've already, like, got my secret best oh, yeah. recipe already. <laughs> um, so stay tuned. And we're all three ladies that love good food. Uh, so we won't be disappointing, and um, I'll make sure that I share some of Emma's extra secret recipes when she finds out what that final yeah. ingredient was. <laughs> Well, I really hope that you enjoyed that uh, kitchen table chat with myself and, and Emma. And I think it's just the tip of the iceberg because we, we often have these discussions, um, you know, when we're maybe we're out training or we're just chatting over coffee with friends or, um, you know, we're talking about what's going to happen next year with goals. And it doesn't matter if you're an elite athlete, uh, you're a CEO or you're just, you know, what I would call an everyday person trying to figure out what it is that they want to do with their life. We all have to sit down sometimes and, and make some a game plan, if you like. So that's really what I'm going to be talking about in episode eight, is how to make sure that this new year you have a totally different outcome. I mean, if you've been making the same resolutions every year and making that list and and you look back now and you think, what did I actually achieve from my last New Year's resolutions list? How can you make a difference? How can you make a change? So so with episode eight, which is going to come up, I'm going to be talking about how you can actually change your mindset and change the results from how to set goals and turn them into reality. And don't forget, all of this information can be found on my blog, thevitalitycoach.com.au. Hop on there, have a read, go through the articles. Uh, it's all very much about practical tips and tools to give you fantastic, easy-to-implement advice on living your best life and also finding out how to apply what works for you. So getting the right information and getting inspired by other people, but understanding that you're going to need to apply that knowledge because it's applied knowledge that gets results. 
And I'm always thrilled that I know I'm going to come back with Emma and we're going to be sharing some fantastic recipes with you, some great travel tips and the retreat that Emma is running with me uh, this year in 2014 is going to be amazing. So if you have the opportunity, you're looking for the, the ultimate sort of health and fitness escape with intelligent, driven and really fun people, then hop on to my blog and you'll see in the right hand corner there's a little special tab that you can click for the Emma Snowsill Retreat and that will take you to all the information. You can also email me personally on nikkifogdenmore at me.com and also fill out the contact form. Don't forget, we have a free January four-week program um, all online. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. I've set it up to inspire, instruct, and improve and give you the kickstart to really revolutionize your new year. So I'd love to have you. It's free. Um, hop on board there, register, register someone you love that you know needs some changes. I'm really, really dedicated to finding health and fitness solutions that seamlessly fit into your life. And if I can do it, you can do it too. So I hope to see you there. And don't forget, as always, I love to have feedback and I'll mention every podcast. I'll mention someone that's written in or given a review. I'll answer your questions. I'd love to hear what sort of information is going to light your fire, ignite you and make you feel like, you know, living your best life. So um, let me know. You can hop on to iTunes as well and please review. Your feedback is so important to me and I really value that. So review the podcast on iTunes, hop on to show notes for more information and I look forward to connecting with you just after Christmas um, for the last podcast of the year. That'll be episode eight, getting ready for 2014. So stay tuned, have a healthy, happy Christmas and I look forward to connecting with you next Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.